0: You're listening to Green Possible, where being free makes being green possible. I'm your host I and the show starts in. Hey Heather. Hi, I. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, I know you're a cat lover, so mm-hmm. I will ask you what does it mean? Uh, the phrase uh, the cat's meow I'm not even sure if I'm saying it right <laughs> what does that mean
1: I don't know about that particular saying but I know um, the, the meow the sound they make from what I understand cats in the wild and the big lions and, and the tigers they don't they don't make sounds they don't talk to each other they don't need to so when cats were domesticated and people started having them as pets the cats started talking and meowing in order to communicate to their to the humans like their to their owners so cats in general in the wild and cats don't talk to each other but they've started making sounds because we're talking to them so they're literally they're talking back from what i understand <laughs>
0: wow that's new to me
1: isn't that
0: wild it's cool i'm just you know (laughs) even though i've been uh, in the states for a long time there are still things that i don't understand so um and there are things that don't make sense either sometimes
1: we have sayings (laughs) and you think where did that come from it's like i think somebody just made it up to be honest
0: (laughs) oh (laughs) And so I guess the usage of the cat's meow is like something wonderful, right? It's supposed
1: to be a good thing, like, oh, I love coffee. I think it's the cat's meow. You know, it's it's a good thing for something to be called that. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, good. That's that's my English lesson <laughs> for today. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And so, um, I ask you here uh, because we're both uh, learn we both both newbies for Linux. Um, I am about one year old newbie. How about you? Same here. Same here. I started
1: right around when Jeff started the channel. I think I was number one hundred four in the forty-four
0: thousand. No, yeah, yeah. How do you know what number? Oh, you were checking?
1: Well, I just remember when I joined the channel, at the top, it says how many members. And at the time, it said... 103 members and then I was number 104 I was assuming
0: wow. yeah I did yeah. not know to check it out but I've been kicked out twice for no good reason so I don't know I what number no I think those were I saw that and I think it was administrative
1: errors because you were you were you type very fast you're very quick and I think it thought you were a bot because you were so fast
0: <laughs> oh well you know, and I'm noticing there's an issue with my desktop version. It it's weird. It's it's oh, funky. Funny. So I, I moved oh I moved over to the um the browser version, which is more stable.
1: Yeah, I usually so. utilize it from my phone. Um, but sometimes my desktop, but usually I'm on my phone app.
0: I can't type worth anything. I know <laughs> the I can either. <laughs> <laughs> it's not helping me, especially with spelling. So, um, I just wonder how, why, why did you, how the, how do you start? How did you, why did you start with the Linux? What bring you over to this world?
1: Well, I was following um, Ron Watkins or Code Monkey at the time, and I know a lot of people were turned on to Jeff's channel via Code Monkey. So he had said, "Hey, my buddy is running this channel. He's trying to get the word out about um, big tech and how they're sort of infringing on our privacy and our rights. And there's other there are alternatives to Microsoft and Google and everything out there. And he was offering to start." you know, letting people learn about it. And so I joined just out of interest from what I heard. And yeah, the more I started scrolling backwards through Telegram, reading the comments and reading all the posts, it became clear within minutes that these were my people. (laughs) This was something I I would be interested in because I always kind of was techie, just, um, I wouldn't say techie, but I learned HTML years and years ago, oh, and wow. um, oh, it was so long ago I don't remember much of it. But um, I do, so I have an interest as far as that. But but then I got into sales, and I never really went any further. So this was kind of an opportunity to get back in, um, and I have the time now. I'm not working right now, and so I, I do have the time. To research and to go online and learn um, more about Linux and the operating systems, um, or the the, the the operating systems that are stealing our privacy. And so, any chance to get back at Bill Gates, or you know <laughs> those those folks. I actually worked at Microsoft um, about twenty five years ago. I was an intern, and that was before you know, he got, he got too weird. But um, yeah, so I never did really like that experience. And so it, that sort of helped encourage me to, 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 to
0: make the move. But um, so were uh, you, were you, um, were you concerned before that? And that's why within minutes, you knew this is what you want to do. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, everybody kind of made jokes about it. Like, oh, did you know your phone is listening to you? And I'd be sitting at a restaurant with a friend and we'd be talking about hot air balloons. And then that evening I would go home and in my, my Facebook feed, it would have advertisements for hot air balloon rides. And I just, it just really creeped me out. And I used to say, oh, I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't care. I, I'm not I'm not gonna get in trouble. I'm not doing anything. They're gonna be pretty bored if they wanna listen in on my conversations, but now it's past that. It's beyond that. And it's not the fact that I'm not doing anything interesting or, or illegal. It's just the it's the whole um, principle and the idea that they would have the audacity <laughs> to do that and then not only hear my conversations, but see my my web history and every keystroke the fact when jeff said it was the day that jeff said they're literally watching every keystroke that you make and that just really sort of that was the icing on the cake for me i'm like i gotta get out of windows and from that point forward I followed the class, I followed the channel, but then, and I joined the classes for Linux, but I also went online on my own and researched how to change. I also left Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all in the same day back in October wow. last year. So I'm about a year free on social media too. It was like a I ripped off the Band-Aid all at once. And um, I'd say it took me about a month almost just a few weeks to, to get my, uh, figure out which distro I wanted. I chose Ubuntu and then, um, I got another computer and I chose to put mint on it. And so I intentionally did that so I could go back and forth between the two just to kind of keep my mind sharp and keep me on my toes. And
0: it's been love ever since. (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, you're not afraid of um, technology stuff. No, so. I think it's great.
1: I mean, we need it. And it's going to be from this point forward, you know, it's going to be even more involved in everyday living in our world. And so I figure we we better start figuring it out now. It's not something you can just do overnight. It takes time. Like I said the other day, it's learning Linux it's not hard like Jeff always says it's not hard it just takes a little bit of extra time but these big tech people they're banking on the fact that we're were um, we're busy and we're somewhat lazy to a certain degree you know we're used to our iPhones with the pretty icons and the apps and the colorful buttons and we're just so used to the ease of everything that nobody's really going to take the time to undo that and, and, and do something else. So I think they're really counting on most of, of not just Americans, but the world they're counting on people to not take the time. So learning about Linux or discovering it is one thing, but then actually taking the time to do it is a whole, a whole other thing too. So,
0: you know what, what re, what this reminds me is in back in the days, I'm gonna <laughs> age myself here when people are putting computers together by mm-hmm. by parts, and you know, and it's very it feels very similar to uh, using and installing using Linux because you basically have to you have to know. Or not as in pro level, but you have sure. to do it. You have to do it. You have to be involved um, to, you know, for your tech. Because be just because Linux is so, you know, open, it it's not made for a certain machine. So there's always stuff that you need to figure out. And there might be stuff that you never figure out. Yeah, (laughs) it keeps you learning. Yeah,
1: it keeps you learning. And um, that's part of the fun for me. And that's part of the appeal of Linux, the fact that there are so many eyes looking at it all the time. And if there are bugs or things need to be patched, anytime the kernel, a new, the update comes out, it's been looked at already by thousands and thousands of people. So it's just constantly evolving. It's constantly changing. And I really like that. And the fact that it's basically its own little ecosystem. And it does change, but it's usually for the better. So things are
0: constantly being made better. And how was your experience? Uh, I guess, yeah, how was was your experience installing uh, linux on the first one how did it go it it was
1: actually i believe i made it more difficult than it needed to be i think i sort of psyched myself out a little bit in the beginning thinking it was this huge you know task when really when it was over i went oh that's it oh okay it worked and so um the second time when I did Mint on my, on my other desktop, it was, uh, it was cake. It was super easy. But I do think a lot of times people think that it's a lot more difficult or involved than it really is. And once you do and it f- once, it's, it's so easy for, from
0: that point forward. My first one was horrifyingly hard. I thought I did all the research I could. oh no nobody explained the part where you have to get into the i think bios Um, Uh, yeah 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 because the because there's a there's a chromebook so there there's a block there i had to do something and i didn't know about it because you know people didn't explain it (laughs) <laughs> the steps they just say do this do that and and it seems like a lot of them are just missing parts like you find all these resources and nobody has a start from here and here kind of thing so mm-hmm. and I, I, heard finally... the, I
1: think the chromebooks
0: are more difficult too they're
1: just a little not it's not impossible and it's still very doable but there is a little a little bit extra that needs to be done on a chromebook
0: yeah, so I did. I I post uh, the whole process somewhere, um, and people are finding them. So hopefully, it's helpful. Okay. Um, yeah, but my when I install on my desktop, which is a very old Mac, it's it's easy. Um, I because at the time I was like, oh, I. I You know, I like how pretty Mac interface is, right? It is, yeah. So I ended up with Pop OS, but it's kind of always have to be careful. Like there's something odd about it. I have to really watch myself. So finally, when the new Ubuntu came out, 22.04, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm switching. I don't care. And and I was so happy I did. It's much more stable and but I think there's you know, I copy my home directory over and it's it there's the problem persisted until I just swiped everything out and and do it another way, like fresh start and just move data manually and then that problem went away. It's so weird. Yeah, there's a lot
1: of trial and error, and I do think it's fun to try different distros. Did you say? I remember you telling me. I think that you still do a dual a dual boot.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was I still wondering do. why.
1: Why is that? Are you are you hesitant to go all in, or do you need? Do you need the Apple for something else?
0: Yeah, those are for you know. I'm. I use that to interact with people who are still on, still out of Linux.
1: That's okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I, you know, I don't have a lot of
1: choice there. Sure. Sure. Um, it's nice to be able to do one or the other, though, if you have to. And that should make yeah. people less, less fearful. People shouldn't feel like, oh that's why I haven't de-googled my phone yet because that's like all or nothing. But with the dual boot and the, the changing out to Linux um, you, you can still have the best of both worlds if you, if you need to, for whatever reason. So, yeah,
0: you never, you it's, you know, I think it, it's really for everybody is different. Sure. And, And it's, You gotta make tech work for you, not you work for tech. (laughs)
1: That's a good point.
0: No, that's great. Yeah, I agree. So everybody has a different situation, and Uh you know, and also people are not the level of comfort is Mm -hmm. different, right? So of course, and and you know, there I had actually. I don't remember when that when is the last time I I boot into Mac side. So, I only do it Probably when less, I have to. Less often all the time to- oh, that is less and less all the time. <laughs> oh, definitely. Sometimes I you know, it has been so long I forgot the the key the which key to push to get me over. <laughs> That's good, good. <laughs> it's horrifying. I it was like, no, I can't die. I got, I got stuff on, you know, I did make backup copy. That's good. But you, you know, but for some reason, I, you know, the last time I did it, I had to because I was looking for something and it's uh-huh. not there anymore. And we heard about this bid something, bid rod. Like you lose information on your hard drive. Oh, uh huh, yeah. So, and and that's the other thing that we learned about Linux: it does not do that. Your 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 information on your hard drive will not mysteriously disappear. <laughs> it is so weird, and we, you know, I need I didn't know that. It, it's weird that now that when I when I'm on the Mac side, I go back to really old files and a lot of directories are empty i'm oh, like my God. i don't remember copying over that why 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 is it not there anymore it's so weird
1: yeah it's that's the appeal of linux another another reason i enjoy it because i know that i have control over what goes onto my computer and what comes out of my computer and if i'm not happy with with something, I can always change it and nothing's ever, I shouldn't say nothing's ever permanent. That's not true, but for the most part, you do something wrong, you can, can be undone. But um, I do like having the control over what I have on there and um, it's kind of addictive. The more I learn about it, the more, the more I wanna learn about it. And you can constantly, I'm trying to learn the command line now, and I know maybe 30 40 commands and I, I I'm trying to learn them so I don't have to look them up but I want to be able to do everything from the command line someday because I think that would be the ultimate the ultimate test of my uh, my Linux ability. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> see that's a lofty goal I know but that's kind of my that's what I'm striving for
0: yeah. And and just for pe- for people who who don't know about Linux, you don't have to, unless you want to. Um, no, yeah, it's
1: completely to up to you how you want to interface with your computer. And and it's if you change your mind, you can always do it another way and and just use the interface or use the the GUI. Or um, yeah, we have options, and that's also nice.
0: Well, I think it's. I oh it's been years, um, since I use a PC, but I remember command line. It was really hard. Other than just copy or move directory, it was really hard. And it was and, intimidating
1: for me at first. It really scared me. And um, the more I use it, though, it really is just the computer does. It's it's not really smart it, it only does what you put into it so um if you can i think that's why it's called the command line too you, you're it's you take command of your computer <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right and and the and the more you know it's um uh, that's the part where linux is very versatile i i don't know if that's fair to say because i have in, in both on Mac and on PC, I don't hardly ever use command line. But with Linux, it's so cool to know because it's some things are so easy when you have command line. Like, I don't have to push a bunch of buttons. I just go to the terminal and I say, you know, shut down now <laughs> and it'll shut down. I don't have to push a lot of buttons. It's very and, empowering. I, I enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah. So I'm sure there's some kind of you could do the same way. But it's so, so for some reason, when, when we learn Linux, you just automatically, you, you just know, you just, you know, you have to know it. And, and it's, you know, like the most basic stuff, the sudo apt install you know those are pretty common cuz you know the help is everywhere and if you don't know anything like us you you just copy and paste exactly <laughs> and it works yeah so how, how many distros have you tried or i've really what, just have-
1: tried the two the ubuntu and and mint um Honestly, uh, having taken the, the coding class recently, most of my, my time and effort was put into that. And now mm-hmm. I've been um, going back, just kind of playing around with Ubuntu. Uh, I literally have two computers and two desks and one is on one and one, one side of the room and the other is on the other. So I will go back and forth between my two desks based on what I'm doing (laughs) and I'll jump from Ubuntu and then I'll be on Mint and it's just it's kind of funny but uh, at first it's a little confusing but now I'm used to it and then once I master those who knows maybe I'll I'll try something different but I'm really just enjoying learning the basics with the command line and everything right now because I really feel if I can master that then I could pretty much do anything with my computer. So, and yeah, and that looks, would be it interesting looks cool too. It looks cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we, you know, including the programming part, we look like the one of those people on TV.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, you like to watch that Mister Robot show too. I don't know anyone else who's seen it other than you and I, but. I enjoyed watching it, especially in the beginning when they, when they would use all of that. They would use KDE, and
0: uh, is that the what they were that. using? I haven't seen it for a long time. Yeah,
1: so. I think it was in the very first episode. They were, and they have a Raspberry Pi in in a wow. couple of the episodes, and they talk about the Raspberry Pi,
0: and it's just it was kind of fun
1: actually knowing what they were talking
0: about in the show. Yeah, and that's the cool factor of learning Linux because um, you start noticing that oh, when you start noticing these things, you feel like, oh, I'm I'm as cool as these hackers. Oh yeah, I feel very smart. <laughs> <laughs> and and then you start become a snob. Uh, I remember watching a show, and the person is. I don't remember, but, but it's a person who doesn't know computer at all, uh-huh. and she's supposed to know about cybersecurity for uh-huh. her to not as a person who writes the code, but as a person, as who, a user. yeah, uh-huh. who needs to present it to the client. It's a tech company, and she was she fell asleep on a fedora book. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I'm like, is that the one you use for
1: cybersecurity? Oh. oh yeah, no, that wouldn't be a good yeah, that's funny. It's funny that you noticed that.
0: <laughs> I Most know, people
1: just didn't catch that. The average viewer probably didn't know anything about that.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of funny. It's like watching a show from uh Asian country and you see these, you know, uh the you know, the main character is usually someone uh like a young a very handsome man who has a huge office like he's a president or something of a company (laughs) so behind him would have like a big book big uh book book uh bookshelf yeah and then you you get all kinds of books on there and you're kind of like why would he has that kind of book there it does not it doesn't like it's so old or something, or it's not not really relevant. To with, yeah, yeah, and you're. It's probably the people who did the set that designed
1: it didn't think that you'd be watching that closely.
0: I know, but you know, Mister Robot, whoever did Mister Robot, know they would be scrutinized. Yeah, they, they, they did a really nice job on that. It got a little dark
1: in the third season; it was a little depressing, but I think the first season definitely it was really fun to watch it again after learning linux and 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 you buying a raspberry pi and and playing around with that it made it more fun to watch that show again it was funny
0: so how how are you finding it um with your daily life how how has it been the same or different as you do your um you know, things that you had to do before on a PC or Mac, how are you finding it being mm-hmm. on the Linux? Honestly, it, it feels
1: really good. Like I feel, I don't want to say I feel, I don't feel sneaky. I don't mean that, but you know, that feeling you get when you're, when you, um, I don't know, I feel like I have privacy. I, it's, it's the difference between maybe, going to the store and changing in the dressing room with the curtain closed versus changing in the store. You know, when you're on windows, you're basically changing in the middle of the store in front of everybody. (laughs) But Linux is sort of like you get to actually go in a private room and close the door and you have privacy. So I feel more, I guess free would be the best word. But um, when I do my banking, I bank on the online almost every day. I used to do some day trading um, before Linux, and so it might be more fun to do that now. But um, I do feel more private and and sort of like I'm sticking it to, you know, big tech, so to speak. (laughs) It's like, haha, they don't know what I'm doing right now. Even though I'm not doing anything nefarious, I just feel it just feels good, you know, to know
0: that you have control
1: of your own data.
0: Like I, I said before in one of the episodes, just because you want to be in your house only with underwears on doesn't <laughs> mean you want people to look at you through your window. <laughs> oh, that's
1: funny. No, that's a good analogy. Yeah. I also cover my, my camera lens on my computers and, uh, you know, the the usual precautions. But going yeah, with Linux is too. just one step going with Linux is like the biggest step you can make
0: with privacy. Yeah. And on my, on my desktop, I, I turned off the mic too. Yeah. 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 And, you know, so it's, it's, it really depends on what, how, I don't know. Cause I, I think before this, we didn't know how, how invasive, no, are. I don't think
1: most people do still. That's the problem I, I said earlier. Learning about it, finding out about it is one thing, but actually doing something about it then is another. And they're they're counting on the fact that people are going to even if they do find out and hear they're going to be so busy and ingrained in their current their current operating system that they're not going to think that you're gonna take time to to break out of that. So they're counting on that. And then that's well, why we are the exception. So
0: well I I I really just am being and I know you guys don't like me want to say that about myself, but I'm just cheap. I can't handle <laughs> I don't want I, to replace my working computer just because it's, it's you know 14 15 years old. It's still working fine and and why do I have to pay $6000 to get another computer just so I can use the updated software? And uh, then yeah, I need to those you can say that about a lot of things in
1: life right now. But again, you learned that, that yeah, we were, we were telling you, you're not cheap, you're frugal. And there's there's a difference. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with, um, that's the beautiful thing is you can take an old computer that is otherwise not usable and you can revamp it completely by clearing it of its Windows operating system and install linux and as i said the other day that's what my husband did for his mom i believe she's 78 and she had a 12 year old dell laptop and she wow. was going to buy a new one and wanted his advice as to what kind of computer to get he said oh don't don't buy a new one let me let me see if i can you know cuz i've turned him on now to Linux and he's telling everybody about it and he's very excited too and so he installed Ubuntu uh, yeah he put Mint on his mom's computer and she loves it he didn't even need to teach her how to do it she just has been figuring it all out on her own and she's just shocked how fast it
0: is so they have so it's more like if you want to use if you want to do this use this software and and then off she goes
1: yeah he knew what she was used to she was just your average uh windows user she wasn't on it very often she just needs it for her basic you know email to to family and friends and her banking info just her normal everyday life um so for her it it wasn't anything fancy that she needed and everything she needed was, was in there in mint. And honestly, I can't speak for my husband, but I haven't heard any questions from, usually she calls when she needs something and she's been fine. Um, It's pretty funny because we say she's frugal as well. She's very frugal and that's why she wanted to know what we thought, what she should buy. She wanted to spend no more than like three or four hundred dollars. and we were like, oh, well, let's just see what we could do
0: with your your old computer. And How so about zero dollars?
1: Happy. She's very happy now.
0: <laughs> I know. and, and I think if, if I really want people to know because the way I grew up, I, I you know, we try to save keep your stuff working for a long time. Uh-huh. And just repair so, it instead
1: of replacing it. Yeah.
0: Right. And so so you know and and naturally it became a good thing for the environment. And I really don't care if there's actually climate change or not. You should still take care of your things and make it less. That's a good and, point. Right? Cuz Yeah it's in in um my culture there's a a a, how do i say that like you have a quota in your life how much good luck you have and so yeah so that includes money and fortune like as in lucky in other ways not just money and if you karma. waste it like that yeah if yeah. and, and it, karma is like a continuous account of this this quota and and if you believe in in past life and current life then the 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 lucky quota is for this life and oh, okay. and if you waste it like that you're going to you're going to get into trouble uh, if not this life then in the future lives and it might come back and bite you more you know many times over <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i understand and then with my
1: with my specific religion not just to, to talk about religion but with uh with my religion we believe you know god gave us the earth and we're we're stewards of it which means we're supposed to take care of it and and there's plenty to go around forever, but we're, we're, um, we need to take care of what, what we've been given, you know, and not destroy it and, and take care of the planet. So, um, yeah, either way you look at it, we've been a very disposable nation here. And I've been part of it too. And, um, it doesn't make sense to, fill the landfills with dead computers. And I know that the products inside of them, the materials are, are, are <laughs> kind of damaging to the environment, a lot of the stuff that's inside the computer. So if you can re, redo it, most people, they get it, their car breaks down, they buy a new car. You know, your computer breaks, you buy a new computer. And it doesn't need to be that way if you know what to do. And now we do.
0: Yeah, with computer, I mean the old one keeps running uh-huh. but it, with cars is a bit harder today because you can't really if it's computer parts that went wrong you can't really do
1: anything <laughs> yeah but i mean a lot of people it used to be back in the day and you're going to see more of it now going forward i think with the economy getting bad again i think more people are going to be repairing their cars and replacing parts rather than going out and buying a brand new car. <laughs> so, yeah. Sort of it, same it, idea.
0: People are getting pretty desperate. I had someone who came uh to my door and asked if I would sell my car. And <laughs> and I think it's because I left it outside and I don't, you know, I'm so cheap, I don't take it to car wash, but the inside is pretty clean. So, this, but this person probably think that I don't need that car. <laughs> That's the only well, car I I They need the car
1: more than they think you do. I know there's a big, big push right for now for used use cars because they're very they're hard to find. And so um, they're willing to pay. Your car is going to become more valuable as time goes on. <laughs> That's well, for car, sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, my last car, I think if it, if it wasn't an accident... I, I would have had it for 20, I, more than 15 years. That's it's a long very, time. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, if there, but it was falling apart. So I guess the, I guess the, uh, you know, somewhere up there, somebody's telling me that you better get a new one.
1: <laughs> yeah, that so, is a while. That's a long time to have a, a car. But that's kind of yeah. like what, what Linux is, I think, for, for computers too. It's sort of a new, it breathes life into a sick or dead computer (laughs) it sort of gives you um you know it yeah and and, what's the word i'm looking for vitality for your computer
0: yeah and i i think for the other thing of um you know if you have an old old, uh, computer or desktop Mm -hmm. or a laptop it's it's actually a good thing to have two 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 of them because then you when one goes in trouble then you use the other one to help you debug and and you know and the thing with a you know your old uh laptop that you don't use anymore it's great to to try linux on to to play with too, so you don't have to be scared and you can try all the distros you want. and, And, you know, and another thing with that is you have to, it's better if you are comfortable with it because everybody has all kinds of, you know, like back in the day when people put their own computer together, you don't ever have one set of configuration. And it's the same thing here because Linux is made for anybody. Yeah. So nobody, you know, you might have a different hardware, you know, combination. So you you really have to just try it out, see if this distro works for you. And it's kind and there's of there's really hardy. zero
1: risk. It's I think a lot of people are just afraid. And they don't want to, they see it as a big risk. And when you have just a, an old computer or a, a secondary one, there really is no risk at trying
0: Linux. Yeah, just play it, play with it with the old one and then uh-huh. with the one that you don't use. And exactly. that's how I got started. I did it on my, on the, you know, it's funny. the The, de- the desktop is 10 years older than the laptop oh and, yeah and then the laptop i it's it's kind of funky <laughs> when i did it with uh, when i was running an uh, older version of zorn and i and it's weird i can f- i fixed it i fixed the audio because it doesn't come working oh uh, i remember
1: you having trouble with that yeah yeah
0: it was so painful but i did find it and then um, when it update to a different, uh, I guess they call it kernel, like the, the core of Linux, it it died, like it will never work again. So I had to downgrade it and had to learn how to, you know, there's a way to control your kernel version. It's so funny that you get to, yeah, you can run the rest of your computer with the latest stuff but you get to keep a very old kernel
1: (laughs) see and you learned that you learn that all on your own through trial and error and that's what's so cool too about the linux community is there are so many people out there that you can can ask for help and you can get their advice and even sometimes live in our case um when we're on the calls on the weekends with jeff but in the in cases where it's middle of the night or you're on the other side of the world, having the forum and having all the different um, Linux communities online, there's really nothing you can't figure out on your own and with the help of of the other people too. It's there's really no no risk. It's well, I
0: I think having Vasilius in our lives, is- I agree. He helped me figure out how to control it. Was an easy uh, app. So uh, that guy's
1: worth his weight in gold for sure. <laughs> Too bad he's skinny. <laughs> he's the the is the cat's meow. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, so you know, if nothing else, I think the the most important where the key word here is play. I think people forgot that in the old days, people play. Their their com- computer is their hobby. You piece them together and you make it work. Exactly. And, and if we can get play back into our lives, we would understand more about tech and not be so scared. And mostly because we can't, we're not we don't have access to it. Like we don't know what's inside of the tech we're using.
1: Well, that's the thing with windows. Remember everything really was Unix based in the beginning and uh, Microsoft Microsoft just pretty much took took that that code and slapped their own privacy label on it and tweaked it. And now they, they sell it as their own private Code and nobody knows what's in it, even the people that, that work at Microsoft. So um, it's all just a version of something. And that's kind of the case my husband said the other day. A lot of things out there, the, the bad things, <laughs> and, and we can all agree on what, what a lot of those are. But in most cases, they're, they're just cheap knockoffs of, a, of the original. And so I think oh. Windows is like a cheap knockoff of what we'd already had, Unix, someone just took it and made it their own and slapped a label on it. And now they've made all this money from it. And um, same with Apple, they took a little different path, but um, it's, it's really nothing new. It's just the way people, they, they were really smart because they made it so easy and convenient and they got everybody addicted to it. And now everyone is just so stinking busy with their lives and everything else, they don't have time to not use their their Windows or their Apple.
0: Well I I think if they were if at least in 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 Apple's case, if they were more concerned with user privacy and Mm -hmm. you know they really do have better products. Like they, the things are things are more stable,
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: easier mm-hmm. to use. Um, so I, it's kind of sad that it turned out that way. It, I don't think. I don't know. I, I think Apple or Apple cares about your privacy. Yeah. Except when the third party tries to get to get it. Yeah, yeah, and at the end of the I day, think, though, they're, they're the wrong way. Yeah, they, they yeah. don't want the third party to have your data, but they have your data.
1: That is a step in the right direction, but at the end of the day, you know, Apple is there to make money, and that's the beautiful, right. the beautiful thing with Linux. Nobody's making any money, so there's no ulterior motive. There's no downside to using it because... Nobody has any bad intentions. It's it's, it's literally it's made
0: something. with love. Like. Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like having a homemade a homemade cookie versus a store-bought. Windows is your store-bought, preservative-filled garbage <laughs> cookie, and it's been on the shelf forever. Nobody knows what's in it. And then the homemade cookie You know what's in it because you baked it yourself. You made it with your own hands. And that's what Linux is. Hey, that's a really great analogy, I have to say.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it's going to take more and more of your time because remember I told you I'm such a slow-moving person that if I decided to make one food item, then it's going to take a whole day. It's the same thing with Linux. Like, I... You know, if I decided to bake bread, then the whole day is for baking bread. And if you decided to do a certain new thing on Linux that might take you a while to, to find all the solution to make it work for you. But then you, you have, how do I say this? When you let other people uh, build you the solution, you don't have the power to change it, and mm, that's you, good,
1: yeah. Right. So,
0: yeah. so let's say that something broke on the other uh, operating system. You there's not much to that you can do really, but you in send Linux, a report. yeah, right. And then in Linux, you you go online and look for help. People. It could be live. It could be in the forum. It could, you know, there's so many people out there putting out answers. It's it's an adventure. So, because they truly want
1: to help, they want to help each other, and they don't, there's nothing in it for them. And that's why I would trust someone in the Linux community any minute when I wouldn't someone say that worked for a company that was making money off of me and my information.
0: Yeah, and sadly, I'm sure a lot of people are just trying to do their best, and this turned out this way. So, um, I guess you and I, we, we're hoping that Linux would help. You know, in, in, in my wildest dream, it would be like, because Linux works this way, and it will spread out, and maybe the other Companies would be like, oh, maybe we better change our ways, and then everybody gets to have a good product.
1: <laughs> you would hope in the perfect world, yes, and um, I would hope for that too. In the meantime, yeah. in, in the meantime, it's so important that we think no one's going to come to the door and offer this to us. Like we have to help ourselves, and um, that's why it's fun to learn this because it's not just fun and, and, you know, sharpening my mind and, and feeling it's sort of like a hobby now as well, but it's actually, it's applicable to my life. And later in the future, it could be very, very important. And we could look back later and say, we're so glad that we jumped on board when we had the chance because heaven forbid, you know, anything can happen later but I do know, I'm happy now that I did it, but I think we're going to be even happier later down the road that we made the decision to start to, to, to use Linux.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, just the fact that I saved initial investment of $8,000 last year when I switched yeah, wow. and then every year you save another thousand dollars because of all the software, software subscriptions. So you factored and, in um,
1: antivirus protection too.
0: Like oh everything. yeah, right.
1: Because there's that too. I I used to pay, uh, for my what was it? My PC, and granted, it was only fifty dollars a year for five, five computers. But um, still, that's $50 a year. I mean, it all adds up. And the fact that Linux, you know, the way it's designed, you can have antivirus software, but it's not really necessary for me because I'm just on a home system. I'm not networked into anyone. But um, that's another savings right there for the average home user. You're not spending money on on antivirus software.
0: Yeah, and the money, the the amount that I just mentioned is just for you know, every average use. I'm not even oh. talking about um having uh VPN and stuff. Okay. So wow. yeah, so that's and so that's save that for our next show, which would be about how we use Linux. <laughs>
1: yeah. I could talk about Linux all day long. I
0: okay so why so let's let's just leave it for for next time okay thank you very much and and i look forward to it okay this has been green possible thank you for listening your host i signing off